welcome back to another episode of the Convoluted Podcast. It's your host, Jesus, a.k.a. Tyrant Dominus, here to bring you another episode. Today with me is Liz. Hey, hey, hey. And joining us today is Manny. Bonjour. <laughs> and um, so how's, how's, everyone's, how's everyone's week been? How's everyone been? I was ready for it to be over with, but then I realized I signed myself for a death wish when I signed up for eight days straight. Ah, <laughs> uh, a death march, huh? Yep. Um, I can't imagine. But the overtime was kind of the the compelling thing. Like, eight hours of overtime. Time and a half. Hmm. <laughs> you get to work from home? No. I work in a pharmacy in the hospital. Oh, that's pretty cool, though. Yeah, I got to be up in the ED for six days straight. Oh, okay. Uh, the emergency room, like, yeah, it's the emergency department. You know, when you go to the ER. <laughs> and I'm sure you've seen some things. Oh, uh, yeah, a lot of interesting things. It's been fun I can though. Look at that shit. Yep, you got that right. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> so you you've been you've been pretty busy for the most part. Then, uh, how about you, Manny? Um, honestly, this week has just been a little shitty. Families, some families contracted COVID. They're okay now; they're getting better. But one of them was in the hospital. Um, and we just found out this week that the you know that variant that's raging in India, the uh, the one that's causing like three hundred thousand plus cases a day. Oh, I did not know about that. that is, no, I did not know about that. That's crazy. Yeah. Okay. So it's they found 36 cases in the city adjacent to me. Like, I live in Peel, which consists of Mississauga, Alton, and uh, Brampton. Okay. And they found the 36 cases in Brampton. And, like, oh. yeah, so it's it's stupid. It's like Manhattan and Brooklyn, you know, kind of, like, together like that, right? Okay. Um, so now the prime minister said, okay, no more flights from India for the next 30 days. And our premier, he's actually saying, you know, we actually, why don't we just shut down the airport for non-essential flights for the rest of the, for at least 30 days. Because the thing about this one variant is that A, it loves the heat. And two, it spreads like wildfire. Wow. A yeah, more contagious I... one. Amazing. Yeah. But yeah, we have been, like I told you last time, man, we've been in some form of lockdown since October. Shit's kid, like, our mental state is just, it's there. Act up. But, yeah. Like, literally, it, it's, you know, I got, you know, I, I don't want to, I don't want to bring it down the, the mood. Let's, uh, let's get rolling. <laughs> Look at this. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, um, so I'll, I'll, bring, I'll, I'll bring up the mood a little bit. So, actually, I decided to go venture into the wild, actually, and I actually went to go see uh, to go see a movie at the cinema. Uh, oh, yeah, how was that? Yeah, <laughs> so this is interesting. This is my first time, like, being a f- technically officially out. I don't think we're, we're post-pandemic. I still consider us to be in mid-pandemic, mid, or in the pandemic still. Um, so... This is my first time kind of like being out. Uh, I went up up north to our our state up in Washington for my movie. And uh, 
finding the cinema itself, I had to go inside the mall. So I was like, all right, I'm going into the mall. Fine. Um, it was interesting just being out in a while, like out, out. And going into a mall, it's weird because I remember malls being so packed and like filled with people and noise, like constant noise. When I walked into the mall, it was so tranquil. That's the weirdest thing I can say it that way. It was like eerie, eerie, eerie and tranquil. And I just walked. I, I arrived early because it was it's it's a reasonable drive from where I am, and I didn't want to show up late. And so I like I got some lunch in the food court just because why not? It's been forever since I've gone yeah. to a food court. Uh, and being there, if anyone saw my post on Instagram, I found I found there's like a lot of uh, empty uh, food places. Like they just sold, couldn't keep business. It was weird seeing like holes uh, in the food court. Uh, a lot of places were like empty. Like they really, really restrict on how many people could be next to each other. Um, and then just the cinema itself. It was, okay, so this is my experience in cinema. So anyone who wants to catch my review, you can go catch it on Reaction Cast. I ended up watching Demon Slayer. Uh, and going to see this movie was interesting because one, when I bought the tickets, it makes you. It makes you reserve tickets now. I think it's gonna be that's gonna be the thing for at least the next probably few years properly. Where if you want to go see a movie, you need to reserve way in advance to kind of restrict uh, who you sit next to and stuff like that. Uh, and for the most part, I was two chairs away from people from my seat, but there were still like people behind me and in front of me. So I was like, okay, well, uh, that's sure, and. This is another thing. This is one of the reasons I don't miss going to the movies. Because people are fucking annoying, okay? <laughs> Aren't they all? <laughs> yeah, so like when, when when I got there, I I had my, you know, I had my lunch and everything. I had a, a reasonable time and then when I got there, got in my seat. I was like there 15 minutes now early. I sat down and then there was like these kids probably like a few seats ahead, uh, bottom on the side. I was just being complete assholes and just being annoying. You know, it was like, yeah. And, and just sitting there. Oh, All right, guys. And we're back. Uh, I'm sorry for that little technical difficulties. Craig is being annoying. I don't know why, because we, I, earlier this morning, I had a recording with no issues for an hour and a half. So <laughs> we're back. That up. <laughs> All right, it. go I for think it. The name Craig is the, and I know I ripped this off from Family Guy, but I totally agree with it. Craig really is the ugliest name in the English language. Really, I'm trying to remember no, what three. what Keith, episode. Keith was what they said. Keith, that's what it was. I was like, I'm trying but to remember. Craig is also an ugly name. Okay, <laughs> um, but yeah, we're back. I'm sorry for whatever we got cut off, but. Um, but yeah, continue. Manny, you actually had something before we got cut off. What were you about to say? Um, how dooming me was it? Uh, so we were talking about a global recession. Um, and the reason that I actually feel like that's coming is because as I take a look at the increased interest, um, that young people are having in, um, in online technology, more more importantly, you know, like they we have found in the last year and a half, we have found more ways to be more efficient 
write from home from a technological standpoint, right? Which means mm-hmm. that there's going to be less work because eventually, the, with this, what we've learned the lessons from this past year and a half, companies are going to take that up and they're going to be like, you know what? Why are we going to go back to something that's costing us, uh, you know, let's just say a hundred bucks a year when we, you know, with what we we've invested, you know, a hundred and fifty bucks, but now we can do it for sixty bucks a year. So that's what they're, that's what some of these companies are going to do. I also see it that have kind of moved away from a from socializing, like you know, like like for example, you were talking earlier about when you went to the movie theater, when you went to the mall and you saw it. It was like something out of Blade Runner, right? It was that the it was sort of dystopian, right? Well, yeah. the truth is, is that a lot of those malls, kiosks, and stuff like that, they have filed for bankruptcy. They have filed. Yes, a lot of places have. I I agree with you on that, Manny. Yes, right. And in doing mm-hmm. so, people's credits are effed, right? Um, mm-hmm. And a lot of these places, they were just um, like some of the owners. They were just living paycheck to paycheck. Sometimes they weren't even taking a profit for themselves. They were just basically getting the you know a living wage. Sadly, now we're going to see you know like real estate like that you know just be empty. Now, the problem with real estate, though, is that there has been such a real estate in the last few years that no one is no one in their right mind is going to want to take a massive cut. So they're not going to like, for example, uh, Jesus, let's say you wanted to open up a Funko Pop store. OK, um, you know, I could. Pop. I do have enough. <laughs> yeah, right? I've seen this collection. Know. Yeah, I have, a, I have enough to open one. Okay, I'll send you a picture of mine after and then I, I think oh, I might. Continue, continue. Right. So in doing so, right, what might end up happening is if Jesus wants to open up a store like that, then eventually um, the person that wants to rent it out to them, they'll be expecting the same from what they were getting before. Now, Jesus can negotiate and say, you know, okay, I'm not going to pay you a thousand bucks rent because, you know, you know, because this is what this person was paying before. I'll pay you 700 or I'll pay you 800 because I'm expecting, you know, a lower profit margin because, you know, no one has as much, uh, you know, spending money as they did before. And then what it's going to end up happening is that place is going to say, you know what? Screw you. We'll, we'll wait and find someone else. Now, this kind of puts a hamper on the economy. Money isn't flowing. Money isn't moving. Money isn't exchanging hands as much. When this happens, it lowers um it starts bringing things into a deficit. I mean, this is why the United States um, has actually put up a ton of vaccines doses because they want to get everyone out there. They want to get everyone money flowing, cash flowing. They want to get the economy going up, going up again because they know that the major economy in the world, it cannot fail. You need people spending money. And, what is, and what's the key word in key people spending money? You need people doing so, right? True. And this is why, like, it was in the news earlier that India had actually requested raw materials from the United States so they can continue their vaccine ramp up. But uh, the United States denied it, saying, we got to take care of our own. We got to we got to do our vaccine uh, ramp up. Yeah, that was weird because I, I remember I was like I said, I was talking to Josh earlier and he just got his first shot and he's not getting his second shot for another 16 weeks. And yeah, I'm like, 16? Yeah, exactly. That's I was surprised. I was like, wait a second. Are but you serious? They have said like six weeks, like forty-two days, technically. I don't know. Sixteen you sure he heard that correctly? Yeah, yeah that's I, what he was told. I can guarantee you that that's correct. 
I yeah. got my first shot. Oh, that on, is crazy. I got my first shot March 27th. Um, and um, my second okay. shot is not till July 20 something. <laughs> right? The re- and it's the Pfizer vaccine. The re- it's for two reasons. That shit. Right? It's for two reasons. Um, a, supply. And B, yeah. um, you know, it's recommended that you can actually wait a while before you need the second shot. Uh, recently, yes, I did hear that. I, well, coming from where I work at in a hospital setting, I've heard that, but they were saying about six weeks. Seven <laughs> weeks is kind of pushing it, but six weeks was kind of like the push out moment. Instead exactly. of you can't get it in four weeks, then you can get it in within the six weeks range. So, well, see, yeah, it, it's it's a shit show. It kind of it's a. I mean, I don't want to criticize our government right here in Canada, but sadly, it, it's become a bit of a shit show. I mean, just to put it into a little more perspective, this weekend, um, sorry, on Friday, the I guess like the governing body recommended that people thirty and sorry forty and over can get the AstraZeneca vaccine if they choose to. Um, Wait, that one's out already? I didn't know that. AstraZeneca? Yeah, it's been out. For, that's the one we have up here. We have AstraZeneca, Pfizer, and Moderna. Yeah, well, we didn't get the AstraZeneca here in the States. It wasn't no? um, kind of really approved by the FDA, so. Yeah, Not I know. a thing of luck was given this day. The AstraZeneca one's become the great value of brand of vaccines at this point. <laughs> right? Okay, um, that's a good way to put it. All right. Well, what's happened is we've had already, like, in Ontario, we've had two or three cases of confirmed blood clots. Um, yeah. oh. but, what they, but people are still getting it. The problem is, is that they actually said, uh, yeah, anyone 40 and up should go get the vaccine, should go get the shot. But the, you know, but the people who actually regulate the supply have said, nah, bro, there's not enough supply to, add, you know, to go with your recommendation. So, and sadly, like we have, we have a major hotspot. Um, in the city next to me in Brampton, the positivity rate is 22.6%. So, how big is that town? I mean, I'm not sure how big Brampton is, but like that's basically one in five people that get tested test positive for. Wow. Okay. Yeah, we're wow. we're definitely a hotspot, right? Even okay. where I live, we're a hotspot. And just last week, we had a uh, last Friday, we had some draconian message measures put in where uh, the prime the premier said. Yeah, uh, the cops are going to start enforcing it. We, you know, if they they'll be able to stop you, you know, if you're and try to see, you know, why are you out of your uh, area? Because you know we have a stay-at-home order. It's like the cops can stop and be like, "Why are you out?" But that was pulled back. And look at that shit. Exactly. Oh my god. Okay, at least it got pulled back. Wow. Yeah. I think we were talking about this earlier in the week. Fuck. Yeah. Crazy. So yeah. So over here, we're uh, yeah, we're we're kind of screwed, right? And honestly, like, it's taken a bit of a toll on my mental health, on my relationships, uh, just all that stuff. But no, nothing insane, more like, like, there's only so much you can do at home, right? And mm-hmm. cooped up with, like, six other people, because that's all in my family. Like, after a while, you're just like, man, fuck this guy. Man, fuck you. No, <laughs> yeah. That is, yeah, I think we can, I think we can attest to all that. Uh, like, yeah, mid, mid, beginning of pandemic, like, the first... We're going to call it the early stages of the pandemic. We were basically, everyone was stuck at home for the most part. And for those who weren't, quote, essential workers who had the ability to leave their home and were basically, like, at home stay. You know, you can, yeah, you're right. You can only 
stay at home so much with people for a while. And then after you had that kind of the taste of freedom to finally be able to go out, to then be told, no, you're going to be stuck inside again with the people who are you are currently with again. You know, for the most part, you were like, okay, we, I would say early stages, okay, we're all in this together, you know, okay. But then you're just put in that situation and you don't, I don't, I don't know what might have occurred during that time. Uh, or yeah, go for it. Well, the thing is, is we're not even the worst in the laws. Um, the province next to us, Quebec and Montreal, they have an 8 p.m. curfew. I have a few friends oh, from there, former co-workers. Um, one guy I know, he lives alone. I always make point to reach out to him at least once a week. Just be like, yo, you uh, kill anybody yet? You know? Because there's riots in the streets in Montreal protesting this 8 p.m. curfew because they... <laughs> They hate it. They don't like it, right? And I, I get it because now that we're in the spring months, sun setting around seven thirty-eight, like you want to be outside, you want to get things going, and yeah, and I mean the curfew. I mean the premier was actually being pressured here in Ontario to do a curfew, but he refused it. The premier is very much against these type of things. I think if if he wasn't uh, advised by the doctors so much by top doctors then he probably would have stuff opened up, you know, with limitation. Okay. So, yeah. I mean, like, here oh, in go. the States, everything's going up, you know. if you, I don't know if you've been seeing the numbers. We've been seeing some more cases again. And, of course, now all our counties have been moved up to high risk again. We're no I know. Aren't we, like, in, like, some code red or whatever red color? Yeah, we're right? in the high up. But I just found out this so- morning. I was like, what? I'm like, all right, sure. You're in Mountain yeah. Dewberry Blast? <laughs> code red, code red. We're in code red. Mountain Dew, code red. <laughs> uh, but yeah, go, go for it. Let's go for it. But yeah, I mean, Sorry. the Mountain Dew people probably heard that comment. They're like, no, off the air now. Oh my god, you know, I didn't say that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Continue. <laughs> Anyways, go for this. But yeah, uh, we've been seeing some higher cases, but there's like my, now that a majority of the state of Oregon has put um, an awesome thing that, you know, 16 and over can get all their vaccines. Um, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Not a single fuck was given this day. Yeah, I know, I know. As much as everybody hates that idea, but I think that's a great thing that we're moving forward. But at the same time, it sucks because... Now that we're in the high risk, and you know, most of the things are going to be closing down again. So it's like, I don't know how the economy is going to keep starting and going if we keep, you know, having these lockdowns. I guess you that's could say. true. But I, I think another note that actually Manny pointed out is like a lot of the the mental health stuff. Um, oh yeah, yeah. We, that, we've seen so many cases at work alone. I mean, I've seen, you know, we've seen alcohol, we've seen drug use, we've yeah, seen just yeah, mental actually, uh, suicide rates up. I mean. Our hospital isn't equipped for all that, you know. So and is- uh, I, I just found out this this morning that one of my, uh, one of our, I think his, one of our uncles or cousins' uncles, I can't forget, but one of our relatives have recently passed away due to alcoholism, and I can pertain it probably is because of the situation we are currently in. And uh, like like Manny mentioned, like one of those things is just kind of reaching out to people. Um, that's something that. 
for <laughs> it's hard for me to say because I'm really shitty at staying in contact with people. That's one of my worst traits. Yeah, one of my worst traits, I would say. Uh, but I like early pandemic. I was trying to reach out to all the few the few people I do talk to and the few the few online friends like like Manny and the rest of my my Canadian friends and some other people like basically a lot of the people that I stayed connected through the my the podcast that I still can talk to those are the few people that I you know I just said hey how's everything every like better than I normally would have done with my actual friends back in the day I like actually t- texted them or mess DM them like once every two weeks to just like hey how's everything and uh, I don't know that's kind of weird. Maybe because it was a pandemic setting. Uh, oh, yeah, more I time know. on your hands to remember that kind of stuff. Would have the time to do that. So because you can't go out, can't you know? And uh, so, uh, just... so trying reaching out and communicate with everybody is like important, I guess. In essence, that's what we were able to do with the more time on our hands. And you know what? I think that that's a good note. Uh, like I think Manny does it right. So for any, anyone listening right now, if you just need to like reach out to someone. Uh, you're close to just saying, "Hey, how's it going? Everything fine?" It's not that's not that's pretty good. I do that just once a week, once every two weeks. Just the reach out is what matters. I feel. I think that's a lot of the the sentiment I got back is, "Hey," and uh, so anyone listening, like just do that, do that. Exactly, because truth is, is that if you feel that you're lonely, you feel that uh, things are getting to you, reach out to someone. People exactly. are willing to talk to you, no matter who they are. They can talk to you. And if you're in a good spot and you feel that you're okay, reach out to someone that you that you think might be vulnerable. Just doesn't hurt to do a quick checkpoint. Be like, yo, what up? You know, things like that. <laughs> mm-hmm. There you right. go. That's a good thing. And if anything, you're welcome to join our Discord and chat oh, with yeah. us there. Yeah, we're always here. We're always talking about random stuff, movies, TV shows, entertainment, uh, just chatting about anything. Even if you want to just chat about some random stuff, we're here. Join our Discord. Let's just say it's a good thing you don't have an HR department, man. Otherwise, uh, <laughs> I'd be in a lot of trouble. <laughs> I, I, I think that was, I, I, I'm involved in somewhere in that problem, but, you know, I don't mind. <laughs> My name is Jeff. Okay, so let's <laughs> let's get into some of the news stories. Um, but that was a good way to kind of kind of settled into the beginning. Yeah, just reach out. Um, so let's see here. So decided to do a dice roll because we have roughly 12 topics and we're probably not going to talk about all of them. But can I talk about one to right from the from, from the get go? Oh, yeah. If, if you want to if you want to do one that already you already want to yeah. talk about. Yeah, so, which one do you want to which one do you want to so since we're talking about reaching out, right? Let's yeah. talk about how we managed to reach out to Mars and get a oh, fucking okay. drone to fly. Okay, let me find that article. Uh, yeah, I was just at it too. <laughs> that was crazy. Uh, let me find that article. That is the. Where are you? Right here. You are the the BBC one. There's probably another one, but that's the one I posted. Okay, NASA successfully flies a small helicopter on Mars. That is an amazing step forward for the human race. Um, you know, maybe for someone mentioned this. They said that it was been about. A hundred years since the Wright brothers actually first flew, you know, their rinky-ass plane, you know. And who would ever picture that in a hundred years, that exact same concept, that principle, would be being done millions of miles away on a floating piece of rock around our solar system. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Think that way. That is a... 
to make things just to put it into perspective, just how amazing that is. You have to remember that Mars has like about one percent of Earth's atmosphere. So doing so, accomplishing that feat on Mars is just, I mean, for lack of a better term, out of this world. <laughs> Touche. <laughs> Well, yeah, it's it's really it's crazy to think because everything was like handled all the way on Earth, and the signal length, everything was crazy. Um, I'm kind of reading a little bit. Apparently, they they got the helicopter to rise three meters. Uh, they had it like swivel and look around. And, That's what I say to my dates. <laughs> <laughs> swivel your head, shit. And this is why we need an HR. <laughs> No, I told you I um, uh, Okay, but yeah, it's crazy. It it is interesting to note that yeah, if it it's roughly a hundred years, we were some person that said, "Hey, we're gonna fly one day," and everyone thought that person was crazy. And now we are on Mars flying a helicopter. That is that is a thought that probably the people back in the day didn't even think about, and it's something. Maybe one day we'll be stepping on Mars. Uh, but can yeah. I go into a, a, can I go into a crazy tinfoil hat conspiracy theory? Yes. Very appropriate music. So, Thank you. Um, before I begin, do you know, have you ever heard the theory that we are getting very, very close to um, letting the world know that they're supposedly, you know, that they're letting the world know that aliens really have been around us. Aliens have visitors. Aliens are not living among us, but they are observing us, right? And oh, they're wow. sharing secrets with you. Now, have you heard this theory, right? Have you also uh, heard the theory that they are doing this via media, right? That they're doing this. They're introducing this concept into t- into TV shows, or rather, they've been the, the people in charge have been uh, have charged people in media to create sort of like an acceptance like do you understand what i mean you know what was okay so what was that what was that alien movie with that wrestler uh, i'm trying to remember there's a it's an old movie with uh like the aliens were already part of the world uh they took over uh Earth. oh san andreas no no, 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 it's no, 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 no. The, It's the movie with The Rock. I know we're talking. No, about. no, no, not the one with The Rock. The one with um, uh, they took over Earth, and the only way, no, the only way they could the the one main ca- the one actor who was the wrestler could see the truth was wearing glasses, uh, sunglasses, sun. I think this might be a fever dream that you've had. Oh no, it is not. It is. It is one of the. Yeah, yeah, I might agree with you on that one. Oh, here it is. It's called. It's called. Uh, it's called the. Uh, they live. And uh, is this Roddy Roddy Piper? Yes. Okay. This is like way back. Yes, it is a still a good movie. It uh, is. I'm gonna post. I'm gonna I'm gonna post it. But yeah, I think kind of. In, I would. Wouldn't you say that's one of the best ways to describe what you're doing? Except kind of the reverse. Instead of them trying to control us, they're trying to subliminally, eh, kind of subliminally, uh, showcase put us. The, yeah, put the idea in our. Put the idea out there that hey, you know what? Um. We've made contact. So if like, just think about it this way. In the last, and I'm going to segue, okay? In the last um, week and a half or so, there was another, uh, the U.S. military released another video saying that there was like a pyramid-shaped, you know, UFO that they have no idea where the heck it came from, right? It's a true story. Look it up. And 
like if this was 10 years ago this shit would be cnn top news now it's literally a blip on the radar what i'm trying to say is going back to my tinfoil theory is what if we've kind of already seen this leaps and bounds in technology but it's already kind of been explained to us do you remember the movie transformers the very first one uh, the michael you bay gotta, michael bay michael bay's transformer right yeah the first one no i do not remember it the only thing i remember is explosions <laughs> oh, yeah, that's there's a scene in the movie that explains where they actually found megatron in the ice and they said that they've reverse engineered a lot of the technology that we have today from data uh from data caches within him so okay is it possible that the leaps and bounds technology that we're seeing is because we are being given information from other places Uh... just think about how far we have come in the last five years think of things that think of things that we have not been able to do and now we're able to do and like think of the leap from 1990 to 1995 to 2016 to 2021 you have to think about those leaps how are how are we you know leaping so much and that's one of the ways that it like i mean think about it look it was less than 10 years ago that we were celebrating that we got a tonka truck on mars now we are celebrating that we have a drone on mars we have a tank on mars basically right and it makes you think like how did the technology, how did things just go through leaps and bounds? And that's where kind of, I think, you know, like there, maybe there's, maybe there's somewhere else. I mean, I know we're a smart species and I know we're smart people. And, you know, if we all put our minds to it, we can accomplish anything. But there's, there's gotta be, there's gotta be a, a we blur the line. External, an external force, basically. Yeah. Right. Because we're blurring the line between imagination and ingenuity. Dude, I'm just waiting for the Jetsons to happen. Come on, give me my flying car. You know, you know, I'll, I'll do whatever. Uh, but no, it, it is something interesting. A lot of people have been saying there is there's this, there is this weird idea that we just where where how 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 much we're exceeding our technological advancements because you get the you get this I forget what it's called, but it's the way way memory works as far as computing goes because it doubles every every three to five years i forget the number i wish i remembered all the stuff i learned at school <laughs> but it is one of those things that our our computing power increases uh every every three to five years so what we what used to cost us um i'm gonna start with the basic like two uh, uh 32 megabytes uh about 20 years ago is now at the moment like a terabyte and it's just gonna double up every every couple of years to a point where we just have this excessive amount of power because then we're getting we're getting to the point where we're getting the theory of quantum quantum computing and it's been a, it's been a, a a strong topic in the in the in the community it's something that i, I should dive into a little bit more but it's still in the, in their experimental phase but it is something to think about because you never know it could be an external force because it's hard to explain to to the average person where we're getting at and where we're getting all this information uh but we never know and sometimes so, so yeah it's pretty cool gotcha avoid how at all cost <laughs> exactly if not uh you never know you might 
not be around anymore. Um, okay, let's uh, let's dive into some of the other stuff we have. Um, um, does anyone have anything else they were interested in, or do you want me to roll for it? Let's roll. All right, let's roll. I got the the twenty the twelve sided dice. Let's go. Uh, number six. So what do you got? One, two, five. Oh, okay. TikTok and suing the t- sues for billions of dollars of children's data. Uh, there's right. a. So do you do you realize how much of a pedophile headline that sounds like? Yes, so that that's true. That right. is true. Like, uh, let's. Like, did Herbert from Family Guy write this fucking article? Uh, maybe. <laughs> I wish I had. A, I wish I need a Family Guy sound clip. Uh, but I'm still learning. But anyways, yeah, TikTok is being sued for for yeah because Wait, I think there's an art another... sued or they're suing. No, they're being sued. Okay, though that changes everything because you see the way that you said it is that <laughs> TikTok is going to court because they want children's data. That's the way I understood it, and I'm like, that's uh. No, don't worry. That was that way. No, that's uh. That was my bad. My bad. My bad. <laughs> No, no, no. They're they're being sued for children's data. Uh, there's another there's another there's another topic that goes along with this. But yeah, it, it is a lot of a lot of the newer social medias are being used by the youth of today, and TikTok is one of them. Uh, um, I know. I think I think you and you know, Manny and you, me me are the only ones who are kind of mostly active on social medias. Um, and I I more recently have gone in onto the TikTok game. And I'm still, I'm still trying to figure what the fuck TikTok is for the most part. Uh, and, uh, I really want to hear Lizzie's opinion. Oh, go for it. I don't get on TikTok. I there are some really cute videos, granted, but I don't get on. I don't, I don't watch it. I, I don't look at it. I'm not on hours every day for it. Uh, yeah. She's I don't like. I think, I'm an uh, anti-social person, basically, when it comes to social media. She, she's. I think I joked with her. She's, she's basically the a boomer when it comes to internet stuff. <sighs> and uh, yeah, it's the truth. She, uh, because uh, I think like me and Manny kind of delve in like Reddit, and and like I in Twitter, and because uh, and Instagram, because for the most part, I have to kind of do it for. The dealing with the podcast and stuff, but it's one of the few things that I do still connect with some people. Uh, that's kind of how I talked with uh, talked originally with Manny is through uh, Instagram on their old show. Is that's kind of the only way before until I got into, onto Discord, and it's it, it, it depending on what you're delving into. You never know what group of people you're gonna talk with. Like I I just recently posted my. I just started, I'm going to start, I'm started doing like mini movie reviews on TikTok. And boy, I got, <laughs> man, I, one of the comments I got on it was amazing. Uh, let's see if uh, this, uh, if I can pull it up really quick. But it was, uh, let's see here. Uh, this is one of the comments I got on my, on my, on my TikTok. And um, I want to thank the person. I'm not going to call them out, but you know, it's, it, you never know. You, this one. <clears throat> so this is for my Mortal Kombat review. Uh, just a little mini 30-second review I put on TikTok. <clears throat> That's because you weren't paying attention too much on... Oh, wait, no. It, scratch that. Scratch that. Give me a second. All right, let's start again. That's because you were paying too much attention on buttering your popcorn and not actually watching the video. End quote. 
That is correct. Oh, wow. <laughs> All right. So I'm gonna... if anybody knows Jesus, it's, he's, he's really into those in-depth views on the movies. I just, oh, my God. That is yeah. funny. Okay. I um. All right, here we go. Right. But okay, so I'm gonna give you my true and honest opinion on TikTok. Go for it. Go for it. So my brother-in-law, he's very much into TikTok. My wife, okay. very much into TikTok. See, they see it as a platform because they're very much obsessed with wanting with social media. Now, Jesus, have I ever shared with you my Reddit username? Yeah. yeah yes. Okay. I follow you. Let's just try uh, not. Okay, thank you for. Yeah, thank you. Okay, you know I'm a Reddit username. I think it's safe to say that it's Big Dick Twenty Four. Big Dick. 24. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's safe to say that I've actually accomplished more viral fame than most people that you've probably met on a day to day basis. Okay, if you just probably. you know right, I have because my name is permanently linked to the Halloween series, to Star Wars, to Home Alone, and other big-name uh, franchises, as well as I've also been picked up by some political parties, and I've been approached to promote a lot of different things. With that being said, now, this is, so this is where I'm coming to you from this. I think that TikTok is the scorch of the earth because there's too many people on there trying to be the next best thing, but there's no creativity around it. Everyone copies each other. And then there are people on there who almost makes it feel like they are doing this because they want to be famous. And right? I guess that's why I don't get on TikTok because it's just like it's the same old stuff over and over and over and over again. I get tired of it. I want the creativity. There are some stuff that is creative and I enjoy watching those videos when they I get shared. Um, but nah. And like, this, this oh, is just yeah. me though. This is just me, and I and this might come as a massive shock to the both of you, um, but I genuinely hate how hypersexualized the society has been, especially oh, with. Uh, I agree with you. Stuff. I think that's why I don't get on that kind of stuff because yeah. it, that it uh, paying attention or watching the stuff is feeding for more of it. It is, and I look at people, and and I because I have. Again, I've I've seen a lot of people through the social media rabbit hole, and they try changing themselves to be like these people. And sadly, like I, I, I you know, the Instagram thoughts, uh, you know, the TikTok, whatever, right? And I look at them, and I'm and I'm like, I'm like, yes, you're a good-looking person, but like, what is the bar? That right? is that is that's interesting that you mentioned that because. It is one of those things, especially with TikTok, actually, especially with TikTok, because for the most part, when you're on, like, let's just, we'll, we'll, we'll take every little social media one by one. Um, would you, wait, here, here's an interesting question before we get into that part. Manny, would you, would, <laughs> Bruh. Uh, would you, would you consider Reddit a social media site? No. Okay. So then let's skip that one. Going straight to Twitter, then Twitter itself is can be this weird melting pot of people just either circular jerking themselves or creating hate. But it can be for the most part curated to a point. But there's this moment when hashtags are made that gets funneled into your feed. Yep. Instagram, for the most part, is 
it's supposed to be just photos, correct? And videos, shit like that, yeah. Yeah, and if if you just look at the photos and never read the kind of the titles, I would say, then you for the most part, if you like the photo, you like the photo, and that's it. But then I I hardly ever go to the for you stuff on Instagram, so I never know what's for me. So I kind of I'm fine checking out Instagram. Uh, so I don't know if there's any like hot information or hot shit on there. Now, TikTok, what I've learned in the past uh, few weeks that I've used it, and actually just today, because they have the, the, what is it? It's a, what is it? It is the, the following tab and the for you tab, you know, following, you know, whoever you're following, you can stuff like that. So if you guys want to follow me, you can follow me on TikTok, but uh, it's just stuff curated that, you know, you're looking for. But the For You tab, boy, the algorithm for that is crazy because you never know what you're getting. And just this morning, <laughs> for some reason, it started giving me the quote, the thick talk face of the world. Where all, most of the stuff that are curated for me were just TikTok thoughts. And I'm like, three days ago, most of my stuff was just Minecraft and D&D stuff. So I have no idea from Minecraft and dance videos to people okay. dancing. I'm like, oh. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. It it sounds like TikTok thinks you went through puberty. Exactly. Yeah, it's just so weird and and there's the video that it actually here's the the first video that was for my for you and that's where it like started was literally a video of this one girl who said welcome to the thick talk you like whatever like like and i was like uh, okay TikTok, right and yeah it's just weird because it's it's all when it comes to things like this it's all through the algorithm and whatever it's going through and it's just bonkers because i know i know because i i went to go check like my my sisters both my sisters tiktoks and it's just interesting to see what's curated for people and so, it just go for it okay one thing that i have a major problem with social media is i find that people lack original thought afterwards circle I, jerking circle jerking but it's no longer in social media. It actually comes out in real life. It comes out in people's everyday lives. I've talked to, I, like, my wife, she has a 20-year-old cousin. Um, she is the demographic for TikTok. She's tall, blonde, gorgeous, right? And as and when she talks to me, sometimes I feel like I can read her fucking mind because I've seen what these opinions online are. And those are her opinions. And it bothers Bro, me. are you being base right now? Right? Yeah, it bothers me because I sometimes wonder, do you have an original thought? And that is what bothers me. It's like people are being, especially young people, they're being sort of force-fed a narrative. And they don't have the life experience to recognize that it is a narrative that they're being force-fed. Does that make sense, Lizzie? That does. I, I get it. I, get, I was thinking about the same thing. I'm like, that makes a lot of sense. I mean, we're 
there's no individuality, I guess you can say. It's uh, like a conforming uh, one idea and not, not a spread of thoughts. I think that's why, there's another, I guess another reason why, because it's like I have my own ideas, I have my own thoughts. I don't want the rest of the world to know because that makes me an individual. That makes me so much different from next girl who is on TikTok who's my age and a single mom or, you know. And here's another thing. I think we were talking about this, Liz, uh, the other day when we were just uh, talking kind of social media stuff is when it comes to these platforms and who you're watching, because you never know what they're, I'm going to say preaching to the audience they're talking to. And mostly when it becomes young individuals who are still trying to figure out the world and they're being told that x y and z is the truth and x y and z is false that becomes those children's thoughts as well and then it just gets spread like wildfire exactly. and that's then that's kind of one of the things that i that's why i i spoke to uh, liz about this because you really have to be attention on who who what children are watching these days or who they're following because it can be there can be they can there are some very positive individuals out there but just like a positive, there's a complete negative to that as well. Like there are I agree, people. I agree. That's so, out there, and yes, I should be more aware of that. Considering of my almost ten year old daughter, that I should be more concerned yeah. about it. But I, I'm very cautious of what she watches too, because I'm there and my mom's there, and we kind of look at what she's watching and then go, okay. Uh, if they're just talking, you know, about this anime show, or they're talking about this, you know. Uh, Roblox or uh, Fortnite, you know, thing. And it's like to me, that's just knowledge of the game. It's not really anything um, negative per se. So until you find out that those Minecraft and Roblox players are pedophiles. Okay. At the- so, yeah. I will that's say you got to be careful. I I need to say this, okay? Uh, because I don't want any. I don't want any. Um, I don't want to be come off as the wrong way, but. I actually respect Instagram girls. I respect them. I respect anyone that does that. I respect anyone that does the hustle. You know hey, that? anyone, anyone who's willing to get that, do it. Yeah. You know, I'm never. I think we we spoke we spoke about when the last week or last episode about people who are doing hot tub streams. You know, whatever you're gonna want to do to get that money, just just do it. It I, just I, the, and you know what? That's the thing is that, but there should be regulations on who that is being catered to because you can't you can't take a group of vulnerable young teenagers who are now just looking at girls sort of like what your tiktok thinks of you right and yeah, apparently, uh, yeah. right and introduce them to these girls and introduce them to you know have these girls you know lure them in and basically um and i'm not saying this also goes for you know guys to girls girls to guys guys to guys girls to girls right Basically having, basically when you start uh, exploring and your sexuality starts bl- uh, blossoming, that there should be, you should not be being, there should not be someone that's exploiting that for money, right? And right. that's exactly what bothers me. It's but, but, and it's fine if you go out and, right? If the, if some, you know, 16 year old kid types in, you know, thick tot or, you know, thick Latina mamas or something like that, right? Or something like that. I, I think you can see a pattern with me. Okay. Um, <laughs> we'll see. It kind of broads bands to something else that gets a little more. No, yeah, yeah, right. yeah. And, you know, there's nothing wrong with that, but no, yeah, I think no, you're is going on there, 
to, you know, play video games, right? And as he's playing video games, and the for suggested, you know, page on there is some girl that obviously, or some guy, right, that they're going to be attracted to. And then they're not even playing video games anymore. They're just doing whatever. Like, I saw someone playing Tetris, and it was, and instead of them being on camera, it was just their cleavage. And I'm just like, go on. Yeah. That's yeah. Awful. It's- Where? no you're right it's it's one of those things it's hard it's hard to talk about regulation and limitations in these and these things because then you're it gets it can get crazy but you're right there is is there there should be some level of of regulation and limitation when it comes to people under the age of i'm gonna say 18 for now under the age of 18 uh who are quote minors and things like that like uh like when i got you know when i had the the Thick talking, you know what? Thick thighs plus. But if that's the stuff that a fourteen-year-old gets, like, like, why is that being, why is that being uh, delivered to them? You know, well, there should be something. It's kind of, it's weird. It's kind of something similar to kind of the YouTube stuff. You know how YouTube has their kid, YouTube kids, and then a traditional yeah. YouTube. People don't do that. There's, it's a thing that it's, it's a thing that's it's a big topic but there still should be some level with uh one the 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 quote the parents kind of regulating that and two for older i'm gonna say teenagers who find their way around things like this to them i don't know like even when i was a teenager i would just be rambunctious and didn't really care so it's kind of hard it's a hard thing to do it's just like if you're if you're (laughs) i'm gonna say intelligent enough to Nah, it's not even that. It's just fucking stupid. It's just I don't know. It's it's a weird thing to do. It's hard because then when it comes to companies like like Google and TikTok and and whoever owns Twitter to then regulate shit. I don't know. You know what? I'm down. I'm not down for mass regulation, but I do think that there needs to be put checks and balances on I agree. What limits to the material to the younger age. Exactly. Um, yeah. So, and it's I think not that... a pure, and I don't think it's a Puritan stand, standpoint to be like, you know, hey, uh, maybe this 14, 15 year old kid should not be exposed, you know, to girls that are trying to get a body shape like Mewtwo, you know? You know what's one of the, you know, one of the most interesting things I remember back in the day is, do you guys remember, what was that one video chat site where you could do like random, like, Chatterbait? Oh, uh, is it Chatterbait? Hello? No, it was like a site where you would do, it was like a video thing and you could get random, you can get, you can like. Oh, I remember this. I know what site you're talking about. Oh my God. I can't remember the name and it's going to bug me. If anyone in the comments. It still exists, no? Yeah, it still exists. But the thing about that site was like, I want to say at least 80% of it were just guys with their dicks out. And what was it? I don't remember. But it was, yeah, because then. Originally, it was used for the kids just use it to randomly chat with random other kids and stuff. Or yeah, and they're doing. But then it became the, this called there it is chat roulette, and it, then it turned into this place where guys were just whipping out their dicks and you know yeah and it you know a young girl sees that uh, yeah that's that that was their ex- first exposure to that. And that's- Chris Hansen has just entered the chat. <laughs> Done. Yeah. Oh, right. internet's internet's a is a good and weird and bad place all at the same time. 
Um, all right. Uh, let's talk about another thing. What do you want me to roll again, or is there a topic that's piqued your interest? Let's roll. Let's roll for it. Uh, one, two, three. <laughs> uh, oh, are we, are we all in this chat? Sorry, what? Are we all Latinos in this chat? Uh, no, no. Okay. I'm not Latino. I'm sorry. It's all good in the hood. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> My daughter's half Mexican. Oh, nice. Yeah. Oh, okay, here it is. So the, the one we got is, uh, this is an interesting one. Waka Flocka Flame recently received a Lifetime Achievement Award from Donald Trump. And it sounds I, like you blended words together and then just like did like an auto generator. <laughs> right? Uh, like, yeah. You know, like, like, like ceiling fan, you know, explodes over Microsoft Edge error. You know, just random words. What? 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 Waka flock. Yeah, what? Yeah. Can you say that again, please? Because I think my brain had a stroke. Okay. Waka Flocka, <laughs> Waka Flocka Flame receives Lifetime Achievement Award from Donald Trump. Okay, so um, I know Donald Trump. I've heard of Mr. You do. Flame. Okay. I've heard of Mr. <laughs> Flame. I don't know what Mr. Flame does. Um, He's a rapper. He's a rap artist. He's a rap artist. He's a New okay. So what has he done in his lifetime? That deserves a presidential award. I don't know, actually. I and, have no so idea. let's take away take away our feelings about Trump for a second, and let's just try to just put this into perspective. A rapper got a lifetime achievement from President Donald Trump. I mean, like, does he have a bunch of charities? Does he... I'm, let me look. I'm I'm looking through the article right now. Uh, uh, awarded for his humanitarianism and philanthropy as a volunteer for the Chicago nonprofit Daughter of Destiny. Okay. See, that I can get behind, right? It's sort of like um, like how Akon, right? You know that the dude basically has helped out a bunch of people in Africa. Mm -hmm. Holy shit, Waka Flocka Flame is a doctor? Damn, Dr. Waka Flocka Flame right here. I did not know that. That's cool. This Sorry. is like one of those things that like, I feel that... You know, he was told, you know, hey, what do you want to be in life? He just said, yes. <laughs> to anything and everything. Right? <laughs> I don't know. That's cool. At least, like, did, did Donald Trump do any? I didn't, like, I didn't pay attention much to his Lifetime Achievement Awards handing him out during, during his term. I didn't know former presidents could do that. No, no, no. So what I found out is the... I thought so too. I thought that was like, wait a second, is this fake or something? But apparently this award was being processed at the end of his term and he just well, recently got it. I look at it like this. If he got this award, it needs to be deserved in some way uh, for two reasons. A, I mean, it's not an award that's given willy nilly. It's not just a decision that the president would make. It's, you know, there's a council and, you know, he's just the one that gives the award. And two, um, if there was a problem with Ward, if there was, you know, with the person, you would have heard a lot of backlash from new government, right? And they would have said, like, okay, this is a mistake we're going to correct, right? Um, so I think he's whatever. I think that if he is doing, you know, philanthropy and humanitarian efforts, then it's well-deserved and kudos to the man. Kudos to the doctor. Cool. Uh, I want to see a list of who has this award at the moment. Uh, that's the Grammys. We have, yeah, we can talk about the Grammys next. Interesting, not the Grammys. There's a, there's an award. Uh, but I want to see who else has a lifetime achievement award. Me. <sighs> uh, how do you look that up? Look. Um, uh, 
And every time I said Lifetime Achievement Award, it gave me the Grammys. <laughs> because they're coming up? Maybe. No, there's like the MTV one, the Lifetime one. Is there like a specific name for the one that the government I, I gave you? Choose, like presidential award. You know what? You know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to give up. Okay. If I, ever get, give up. if I ever get called in and they're like, hey, Manny, I'm giving you an MTV award, I'll be like, nah. <laughs> I don't know, man. MTV has not been great for a long Jamie, ass time. Are you guys resurrecting Jamie Kennedy to give me this award? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, shit, I haven't heard <laughs> that name forever. I think I think Jesus owes him a quarter <laughs> just for me saying that. You know what? <laughs> okay. So uh, talking about kind of some of the awards and stuff, the Oscars are coming up, and recently, dump performers are asking, I'm going to say asking, to be recognized uh, by the Oscars. And yeah, I I think they they put their bodies on the line for, yeah, it's one of those things. They they, they themselves perform and, you know, their performance should be recognized. Um, I I never really thought it's it's been a it's been a long time since I've watched award shows. I think the last time I watched an award show was like, uh five years ago five six years ago it's a while it's been a while yeah no yeah it's been a while um when was the last time you guys have watched i'm gonna say watched award shows dude honestly i have i i can't remember the last award show i watched um i remember watching i remember watching the one with ricky gervais where he fucking ripped hollywood i think i've seen clips that he basically said you know like we know he didn't kill himself like Jeffrey Epstein, and he's like, "Oh, shut up! I know he was your friend." <laughs> oh, right? I remember Call that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of, called everyone a bunch of perverts, and I was like, "Okay." I'm like, "Wow, all right then." Uh, that's yeah, the last, that's, that's the last thing I ever really saw. Like, honestly, a lot of these awards are kind of like these award shows. They're too self-serving. I don't feel that they have anything anymore. Right? Um. Yeah, honestly, I don't care. But in terms of stunt doubles, they deserve to be recognized because they do what they do best. And they're the, I think there's only some notable exceptions of certain actors that do their own stunts. I mean, obviously, the most famous is Jackie Chan. Um, Tom Cruise, that crazy bastard in all aspects, right? He does his own stunts for everything. Uh, for oh, yeah, I completely part. forgot. Yeah, he does. But Tom Cruise is... um. Tom Cruise is like, like I have nothing but respect for that guy. Like, I mean, if you put his person, I mean, put his personal life aside, and you just focus on his professional life, the dude, like, he's a constant professional. He climbed that tallest tower in Saudi Arabia. He um, he strapped himself to the side of a plane. He climbed up a mountain. He what else has this guy done? Like, I mean. Like, I'm pretty sure that he was probably, like, before Elon Musk sent that car in space, pretty sure Tom Cruise tested it out to make sure it would launch, right? <laughs> I can't believe that. Mm, wow. <laughs> he is into Scientology, right? Yep. He is, right? He knew the force, apparently. But, <laughs> I, but hey. I'm, not, I'm staying away from this. This is a very red-button topic. True. But remember, you guys, I am, a, I am officially a Jedi, for anyone listening. Yes, I have been certified as a Jedi. And a minister. I'm a minister Jedi. Yeah. Um, let's uh let's kind of move into some weird and interesting topics then. Um, so I'm gonna ask this for, against you two. Would you consider your guys would you consider yourselves stylish people? No? 
No, no, no around. Yeah, I'm not. I'm, I'll be honest. Yeah, I'm not. I, my my color scheme in life is black. I'm like an emo person who's not emo. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, most of my attires is black. Actually, when I was when I was actually gonna go to the to the cinema, I was I was gonna just kind of like I'm gonna say dress up because I've been I haven't been out. Why not, right? And I was looking through my entire like just a uh, for a sweater. 80% of my sweaters are black with some design, but black. I think I own three very vibrant, completely different sweaters. Like I have a, a white one, a very tropical one, and this really nice red jacket. Three out of like the 15 sweaters I own that are black. Most of my clothing are all black. Like over half my shirts are black i have some fun ones but yeah i like my black it's simple easy and it goes with everything um, <laughs> that's what she said <laughs> thank you for saying it thank you for saying it I'm, uh... <laughs> yeah you remember manny you're more than welcome to say whatever's on your mind under. <laughs> but uh, yeah i get it oh. I, my my style is more relaxed and comforting um but then there's that part of me who has to dress up for work half the time. And I'm not wearing scrubs. But, you know, I get it. I dressed up when I went out for the uh, the brew thing, the traveling bar that came for the Harry Potter theme bar thing. I, that, I, I, I dressed up a little bit. So I was like, oh, that's going to be fun. Let's go out. And of course, it was like a black skirt, a white top. And I'm like, I feel like I just dressed up for work. <laughs> Okay, yeah, it it you know you 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 yourself up for social occasions, things like that when you're going on outings and things like that. Uh, but I personally will never consider myself to be a stylish person or in the trends right now, like whatever's trending. I'm not with I'm wait with you on that one. But apparently, the the new style that's hip right now is the grandpa style. I'm out. Hey, I'm all for no baggy pants. I'm cool with that. Uh, I'll I'll post an image of what the grandpa style is. I'll uh, post it in our notes right now. Uh, that you just give up on this younger generation. Just look at them. Just be like, you know what? Hey man, I don't know. That that's a that's a nice shirt and tie he's wearing. I can, I can get I can get with the grandpa style. I can't. I, can't. I, I literally. I'm sorry, but I hate big baggy pants with a passion. What? Yeah, are them. you talking about wait, baggy pants or joggers? No, baggy pants. Like you know, men don't wear their belts and their like their pants are like under their butts and like what's the point of wearing oh. pants then? Oh, the, so the they, weird. Like, grandpa style, you know, that's kind of cute. You know, they're all you know dressed up. Oh yeah, that's a that's kind of the current trend that's popping off on TikTok and Twitter, uh, Instagram, Twitter, and all the social medias. Um, are you in the wind, Annie? Uh, Sorry, gone with the wind. You could hear like this breathing in or like wind coming in through your mic. <laughs> oh, that was me exhaling. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, it's a it's a current trend right now. I'm trying to cop uh, post some images of people on uh, Instagram and uh, things like that. Uh, but yeah, that's kind of the current trend. It's interesting. It's kind of the thing when it's like doing retro is coming back and things like that. Like '70s was a thing. The '80s was a thing. But yeah. Yeah, you didn't miss much. You didn't miss much in the eighties. <laughs> when was parachute pants a thing? I miss parachute pants because I never had them. 
<laughs> I thought that was early 90s parachute pants. Was it 90s? Yeah, so. Hold up. Oh, yeah, that's kind of Google it. Nah, I'm too tired. But, parachute pants. Oh, yeah. I'm looking it up right now. Oh, they were 80s. Okay. They were the 80s. I knew it. I want some Oh, they still exist, too. They do. Like I said, they made a comeback. They made a comeback during the, uh, fuck, when is it? Five, five or ten years ago, they made a comeback when the 80s look was was a thing. Um, um, hey, uh, guys, unfortunately, I have to drop in a couple minutes. I do have a prior engagement. All right. Home no, no, it's fine, Matt. It's fine, Manny. It was fun talking with you. All right. Thank you so much, guys. I really enjoyed it. Um, uh, please, I'll, I'll, be, I'll be happy to join again, but I completely forgot. That I have to go do a COVID test. Ooh, okay. Fun. Um, bye, Manny. Remember, you can always look at the our little section to know when we're gonna record again. Our it's okay son. to cry when you get it up the nose. All right, take care, everyone. Nice to talk to you. Right. Bye, Jesus. Bye. Bye, bye Manny. Uh, you and me, Jesus. Yeah. So. Have the serenading music behind it right now. <laughs> <laughs> all right there, there's, there's only like let's talk about one last topic then to kind of close it okay. off um is there one that kind of speaks to you or should i just do a final roll off a final roll off i'm cool with it all right so we got number nine you hear it one two three four nine Oh, that's a nice one to finish with. The uh, the School of Rock one. Oh yeah, I saw that briefly. That is that's a, you know that's a good way to end it actually because it was really uh, I like found found the clip. I wish I wish I cut uh, I clipped it and pat it on my soundboard. Next time I'm gonna remember things like this soundboard <laughs> all the important stuff. Uh, let's see if I can yeah here we go. Uh, but it, <sighs> I think we all love that film. I enjoyed that, is, that film especially. It is it's a classic. I would I would consider it a classic. It's been 20, 20 years that movie's that I find that so weird to say when twenty years. I'm like, I think about twenty years, I'm like, oh back in the nineties. And it's like, oh no, that's not it anymore. <laughs> um, but let's see here. Let's see here. Yeah, do you want do you want to read out the quote? Uh sure. Why a heartwarming scene from school rock has gone viral nearly 20 years later so it is like right under the the post on twitter okay the cult classic film uh, uh, just under there right before the pivotal performance uh tamika you you've got something everybody wants you've got talent girl rock's character tells her in a viral scene you have an incredible voice i'm not just saying that. You heard of Aretha Franklin, right? She's a big lady. When she starts singing, she blows people's minds. Everybody wants to party with Aretha. And you know uh, who else has a weight issue? Me. But once I got on stage, start doing my thing, people worshiping because I'm sexy and chubby, man. I think that's true. Um, I mean, he still that, did it. True. He's a very popular YouTuber as well. Yes, um, and but he yeah, doesn't it, he hasn't shed any weight either. He's pretty much gained some weight with that for the COVID. <laughs> um but no, yeah, it's true. It's um it's one of those things. Uh you got because this was back in twenty three, two thousand three. Uh, uh, uh twenty three. We're two yeah. years away from it. <laughs> yeah. But it's uh it's 
still been in, it's still a topic we talked about today, the weight issue and stuff like that. There and there's two sides to this. There's that moment where people are saying uh, you can be healthy. There's a healthy overweight or something like that. Uh, and then there's like ob- yeah. obesity. But there is, I. it's weird because sometimes it's either black or white. There is no gray. But I think there is a mm-hmm. gray to living a healthy lifestyle. Uh, because you never know what every individual's uh, uh like health is metabolism everything can or what their lifestyle is what what yeah what health issues they have that causes that to have you know but then we put this stigma on uh, and now it's pretty heavy thanks to social media that uh and it's getting it's changing a little bit in in a weird way where it used to be you need to be skinny all the time and if you're yeah, not, I think it's, it's, it's very sexualized. And that's where I guess there's a lot of social media trends on that. It's skinny is sexy. And in order to be viewed more, I guess, on those platforms, you have or to, be just skinny to, be, to be sexy. Or be be- yeah. Or to be considered beautiful. And that was pretty, pretty, like, I think it was like, what, 10 years ago? That was kind of like the, the thing that was spread around a lot. And it, it was, it's pretty harmful to say that to a lot of people because it just puts people's confidence or self-confidence down. Um, I don't know if that ever affected you individually, uh, just this this talk. where It, it does. I mean, it does. I mean, because I get it from doctors and you, and you see it. Um, I, my, my older sister, who's in the health and the healthy idea, um, you know, holistic healthy medium on that concept and it's hard because i i have that if i'm a health background myself and it's like okay you know i do see it in the hospital uh but there's it does it does play on my psyche a little bit i mean it still does i mean i want to be considered beautiful and sexy and confident i feel like i am some days and there are days that are just like oh my weight is my issue and because you go through you know seeing a heart attack of somebody overweight obese and you see them trying to push that person's heart alive and it's like oh my god that could be me i guess that you know it's like i don't know i see both sides of it and i and it does play on my psyche on both ways so but i like food and i i'm foodie and but i also see okay i don't have as much as often that i'm i should be fine right exactly you just have to take it with everything in moderation moderation uh be it food alcohol or weed moderation um but there 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 is (laughs) but there is that moment where there's that excessive excessiveness where you have to be careful and i think what what do you okay here here's an interesting what is your thoughts on the whole um there's the the thought of healthy at any weight uh, movement um we we all can be healthy i mean some of us are big boned and even though to try a million times to lo- try to lose weight and we just can't because but our bodies are just the way they are because of genetics and we just have to you know i guess again it's that concept that concept everything in moderation not doing anything obsessively um you know even the even the fittest people can die of heart attacks true right yeah and um yeah that's true it just it can be random we actually had a little incident at work where someone almost had a heart attack and they were pretty young person i would say and yeah 
It's it's interesting, but it like we were like we were saying all this episode, social media, uh, ex uh, ex uh, shoot, uh, being exposed to things like this, you know, you, the, mm-hmm. the youth can I, get really I, triggered, and um, that's where I think again, where we have to have this moderation about our children because they're so young and still developing and that definitely plays on a psyche on them too not just for us adults i mean children are just as much of exposed so so that's good are are you are you here's an interesting are you worried at all about your your child ex, uh, getting exposed to more of what the social media and the online uh environment i am i am because again what the inappropriateness of things that are being exposed to her um i don't think that's you know just not quite an adult and she's not quite a, a baby anymore but at the same time she shouldn't be exposed to that i think um i want to phrase it right um i don't want her to be overexposed but i wanted her to be aware of it but i don't want her to make it a, a mindset I think I'm not quite saying what I want to try. I, I think the simplest way to put it, I think that it's like, you don't want the internet to have the talk before you do. How about that? I honestly, I have been giving her little bits as we've gotten older, like but, a little bit of things, because I do worry about that. She is going to get exposed and she won't know what to do with that information. And that's why I try to keep an open communication with her on the talk. Um, because I, I want her to understand yes it is something that will hopefully she will push down as far as she can i didn't you know and not have that happen so early in age even though i know it's happening at you know as young as 10 and 12 years old and it's like oh god it's so bad i know and it just it scares the shit out of me and you know maybe maybe the pandemic helped a little bit with that situation a little Pushing bit you know? it a little bit but not by much um yeah but heard, it is a it is scary because i i cannot imagine because back when i was what between the ages of 10 and 12 that was never one thing that ever crossed my mind as far as i don't think so either and for me and, either i mean and for that to be almost what's it's crazy to think that it's almost almost a norm and it's like what are you serious? Like, it, like it's becoming too normalized, and shit. I don't. <laughs> it's too normalized, and I don't like that idea. And I guess I we can try as much as we want to refrain from our children to seeing that stuff online, and we try. I guess the. I guess we are just. I guess I brought it out early because I had a feeling, you know, she's she's of the technology age. She's going to see it more infrequently, whether I like it or not, as much as I could put parental controls and what her friends expose her to. That's true. You never know what what others you never you can you can't be with her 24 seven. No, I can't. I have to work. I We do have to sleep. We <laughs> all have to have our social lives and she's gonna be exposed whether i like it or not and i guess because i had a little bit of an introduction when i was in you know even though i went to catholic school you know we had that little bit of an introduction because as we were developing our bodies were moving to that the school had kind of an agenda to kind of put this into our mindset okay this does happen this is how children are made and i i guess we came come from southern california it you know is kind of 
prevalent because you know oh that's interesting did did your parents ever your parents have the talk with you uh well when the school started with whole you know the body development and what was the word uh blanket i had it wait so are you saying uh, you uh, 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 uh did, wait did the school do it Wait, yeah, the this... school did it. The school kind of okay, did yeah. it, and then it kind of it brought out the conversation with my parents. Okay, so yes, they did have the conversation. Yeah, school merge kind of thing. Um, and I guess I don't know. I consider that as a like a good cue point for my daughter, even though I know public schools don't have that conversation whatsoever. Um, with health. No, they they just kind of do the the biology and stuff like that. But yeah, we, but yeah, you know, it was that's interesting because yeah, I. We never, we, none of us ever had to talk. None of us in our family ever had to talk. I brought up the talk because I, Ursula sees me 24, uh, one around, you know, she's pretty much attached to my hip. She was seeing me, you know, fully developed. And just because that's how I feel like it, should, it was a comfortability for me. And we're both girls, obviously. So, you know, she's going to see that within herself and she's starting to see that. And I'm glad I started bringing out that conversation because she did have those questions early, but I wanted her to be open and wanting to ask those questions and not go and look into her friends and having that conversation with them. I want her to come to me. Okay. So I guess I wanted that openness. I did have that with my parents a little bit and here we are, you know, the, it, as much because it is a very sexualized world right now. So Yep, just like Manny said. So I think the best way to end this is um, just kind of view the world as and take care of the take care of the individuals in your life during these times. Keep an exactly. eye on some of the things that you, your younger uh, uh, your youngers basically are, and try to help them either understand or help them steer away from things like that. I think that's the best way we can end this. Take care of the people around you and be very mindful Yourself of your nice, younger well. <laughs> Don't so, you yeah. know, overdo things, enjoy life in moderation. And if you're getting low, we're here. I'm okay with yep, talking just, to random people. I'm cool with yeah. it. Be be on our Discord. Just join us. We're always here. Uh you know, leave us a chat. Listen to the show, you know, even if it's just for an hour, an hour, an hour and a half a day, listen to our random jabbles. So uh, but yeah, uh, thanks everyone for listening. Uh, if you if you're trying to avoid social media, uh, you can at least follow like us. You can uh, if if you want to be like Liz, you can just join our Discord and we can chat here. Uh, if you just want to follow some quips, you can follow me on Instagram and TikTok. Uh, but yeah, um, everyone, thanks again for listening, Liz. Thank you for joining me and Manny from the thank Ether. You. Thank you for joining us as well. Yes, thank you, Manny. <laughs> All right then. Have a good day, guys. <laughs> <laughs>